The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Hello, Weekly Dishers. It's Stephanie Hansen, and summer is here. I am loving making shrubs and drink syrups with all the organic berries at Lakewinds Co-op. And I also love simple summer chopped salads with cucumbers from Seeds Farm and twin organic tomatoes with feta and mint. And oh, add watermelon chunks if you want to blow your mind. It is so good. Every day, organic farm fresh greens from Harmony Valley or Featherstone Farm are arriving at Lakewinds Co-op. Just add salad girl pomegranate pear vinaigrette with nectarines, pistachios, and Parmesan cheese for really easy summer salads. And the best part? All this can be delivered from Instacart. Order online and get same day or next day delivery. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. Support local farmers by shopping at your neighborhood co-op. But if you can't make it to Lakewinds, please visit your neighborhood food co-op. Lakewinds food co-ops are in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. Find more at lakewinds.com. Eat on the weekly dish. This is Stephanie March, and I am so glad to be joining you today with my friend Molly Herman. Good morning. How are you? I am good. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too, even <laughs> through plexiglass. I know. This is Molly's <laughs> first time in the studio, so she is definitely learning the ways of the clean that we since, have. Since the, the pandy, as you like since to call it. Since the pandy. It. I like to call it the pandy because it makes me feel... A little, Less threatening? A little more superior to it. Yeah. I feel like I can handle the pandy a little bit better than I can the other things. Well, you know, whatever it takes for <laughs> mental health. You, this you is do so you. true. This is so true. And we have been off the air for a couple of weeks. And so there's been some mental health, I think, Breaks, things happening, maybe. meaning like vacations. Yeah. Which is really nice. Necesito. Yeah. How was, uh, how was your fourth? Fourth was good. Low key, I think, like a lot of people. Yeah. We wound up, we've been doing a lot of like socially distanced picnics. You have. I actually did a drive by on one of your picnics. Yeah, you did for uh, <laughs> eighth grade graduation for yeah. my son AJ and his friends. Um, you know, like three families, and we bring your own everything, BYOE. That's pretty good. And we yeah, just you guys were like, distance. there's blanket here, blanket here, blanket. Yeah. I've seen a lot of picnics like that. I think that's a smart way of doing this. And it's good. You're outdoors and you're not sort of sharing anything so right we, we did that with some some neighborhood families and that was really great um although you know one of the topics was you know like what do you miss the most oh and what was what was the what's the overall thing you know it was a lot of different things i think i mean obviously for for us and and the food people i think we miss going out to eat but yeah. um i think it's just the spontaneity is what I miss the most. Yeah. The fact that I can't just decide what I want to make for dinner and they're like, I'm just going to run to the store and go get it. I mean, I could. That but you still can. Because that's what I do every night. <laughs> oh, but see, I feel like it's much more of an undertaking now. I just don't it do is. it. It is true that you do have to like gear up to go and yeah. everything else. But I find, and my spontaneity comes in that like, uh, you know what I would really love? Just to go sit at a bar and have a plate of fries. Like I was craving right. French fries like crazy. Mm. And let's be clear. They don't take out well. No. There's no good takeout in fries unless someone has some hot intel they want to share where they ordered fries and then drove somewhere. And it has to be a 20 minute moment because I live 20 minutes minimum right. outside of the city. Unless you're getting it like, 
Yeah, know, like from, east side, they're handing it to you, yeah. and then you are walking or whatever. Yeah. Like if there's a ten minute window. Otherwise, I'm eating in my car, which I have done. But what I'm saying is it's not the same sitting in your car and horking fries as it is sitting at a bar with a cocktail and, and dipping a big dipping bowl your of fries, fries into whatever you oh. want. So that's what I miss. I miss yeah. that. You know what I mean? But I do. I So, again, that kind of spontaneity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just don't. I miss that. I miss hugging. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. I've been mm-hmm. hugging. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> to be clear, we have not hugged today. We have not hugged today. You and I have. I am respecting your space because you're going to go Thank on vacation. And We're trying to be very careful. And when you're, and I think this is an interesting idea. I hear a lot of people doing this, mm-hmm. where they're planning a vacation with another set of family, you know, or something from another place, and yep. they're going to meet in the middle, or they're going to find, you know, a, a place to go, and a lot, you know, people who even just up north. And everyone has agreed to quarantine for two weeks before heading out. Yep. That's what you guys are doing. Yep. And we're doing it a little bit longer than two weeks just because if it's two weeks and then you start to feel bad on that this 14th is true. day, you're in trouble. You're, you're grade, as they say. So we're doing about three weeks of being a little more careful. Um, so we have a family member that they live in Houston and she's immunocompromised. And we were supposed to see each other this summer. And we were just like, you know what? If we were supposed to meet in Atlanta for a wedding. Yeah, clearly the wedding still happened, but we weren't there. Right. We, we got to see a virtual wedding, which is a whole new thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's so easy to <laughs> dial out on that, man. I, I mean, get, I got to have a beverage and eat cake during the ceremony, though. So, OK, you know, there are some, new allowances. There are new allowances. But um, so we just decided, well, where can we meet? This just a day drive. Yeah. And there was this I can't even remember the website, but there's a website that gives you radiuses and you put in. I can't, You're going to have to find that website because that is a really important website. It was really cool. And so we found a place and, uh, you know, it's like in the Ozark Mountains. <laughs> you just did this. And uh, well, it's in the here's, Ozark Here's Mountains. the thing. Nothing, it's not wall drugs. So that's a good thing. Nothing against the Ozarks or Arkansas, which is where we're actually going. It's just that we're going to someplace hotter. This is true. You are heading south into the hotter. I'm not excited about that part. No. But, you know. Even though you're a Floridian. Yeah. It's a, well, I I live up here for a reason. I know. One of many reasons. Right. Um, So it's like a 10 hour drive for them, 11 hour drive for us. And we don't have to stop anywhere. We're going to try to pack everything in and yeah, have our little bubble in a Airbnb cabin on a lake. Yeah. I I have some cousins in Michigan and we talked about meeting in Traverse City. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because they could drive up and I could, we could hit the ferry and pop over and, and I thought about it, but I just, you know, the funny thing is, is just pulling the trigger. So it's, I feel like, I feel like right now is the first like actual breather. Like the fourth was the, was the, you know, to me, fourth is like halfway point of summer. And then it kind of like, now I feel like, okay, I just put, you know, a giant backyard barbecue package out which is going to be the august issue but that's like all of that and now i feel like after everything else and pivoting and moving and shaking i can finally just go breathe okay so what is summer Mm -hmm. (laughs) what is summer now and i feel like the idea of packing into a car and driving and going crazy places well you've already had your cabin true i did you did you did that before the fourth didn't you true we did it the weekend before the fourth the last weekend in june is gonna be our family gather spot because it hits some birthdays Mm -hmm. you know we can do the summer birthday thing which we didn't actually celebrate which was really funny but you were together right and so we hung out we had a great time we did we were up north north of bemidji um and i gotta tell you you know what they're saying up north is very true nobody's wearing masks and Mm. that's you know but here's the thing for me right and i'm wearing masks wherever i go in the cities 
But I get it up there. I do because of because it is they don't have as many cases like they, some counties have zero cases. And I'm not saying that it can't land there and it probably will now that summer's happening well, and everyone's everybody's traveling. Everybody's taking it up there. Yeah. But I will say it's hard to it's hard to feel like when there's like four people that walk into the bait shop within like the entire three days, you know, or whatever. It's hard to then force everyone to wear the masks, I guess. And I also see that, like, it's so spread out up there. It's like you have to drive for 10 minutes to even just get to a store. 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Like, to mm-hmm. see anything. So, I don't know. Like, I'm You understand having my, the mentality. You, I do understand it. I do get it. And for them to see, like, for us to see it and feel it, most of us know people who have had it. And up there, they know no one who has mm-hmm. had it. And so, it becomes that thing where it gets a little stretched into your... Like, why are we? What are we? And then I will say, I get it. Like, there are spikes all around the country and we are flat. And so then you see the Knock news. On wood. Yeah, I know. I know. And I love it. And I'm really proud of all of us for what the do things that we are doing. I think right. is working. But it is weird to see that. Yeah. I mean, it's like Florida gets 11,000 cases in a day and we are oh, Florida. We pop at 400, you know, 500 max. Again, knock on wood. I know. I know. And this well, is all- and we talked about this. Florida right now, you know, all the sunbelt that is spiking, they live inside right now because of air conditioning and it's so hot. And we're living outside right now. Right. And this so is my theory. I'm worried that fall, come fall and winter, that once we, although we isolate a lot this better. Is this the is the thing. This we is your rave. Are, my rave is that we are pro-isolationists. We yes. <laughs> isolate better than anyone. All winter long, we're like, what? You want me inside with a book by the fire? Got it. Done. <laughs> You don't want anyone else around? I don't want anyone else around. You mean like I'd have to like like cook for someone else? No. My husband and son are like nodding vigorously right now. Mom with a book by the fire. Yeah. yeah that, this is how he does that anyway right now. Exactly. Yeah. This is the vibe. And that's why I feel like we are pro at this because we're gonna stay outside all summer because we only get three precious months oh, yeah. of it. So so while people are inside, you know, and gathering, I'm not saying let's be clear, I'm not saying that this is like you know, the truth of all truths. No, this is your theory. Here's my theory. This is my, po- I'm postulating a theory that we are pro-isolationists when it comes to staying, staying inside by ourselves. And during the summer, we're going to gather on patios. I mean, we've proven that to restaurants, poor restaurants who don't mm-hmm. have patios, that we will absolutely choose a patio in the sun and in the mosquitoes and in the humidity over sitting inside. So I feel like that's going to help us out. I think our weird Minnesota vibe is going to help us out. I hope you're right. Cross, I, think cr- I, I, I have high hopes. High hopes. Yeah. Our patio has been, patio and the park behind us have been seeing a lot of action. Just yes. to get that visitation in and do it in a safe way. So, yeah. Yeah. You. I'm there. I'm there. All right, you guys, we did put a question up on the Facebook page. I wanted to know if you guys are, are you going out? Are you hitting up restaurants? Are you staying on patios? Or are you just sticking to takeout? I want to know, like, what's your theory? I want to know what you guys, you know, how you guys are level setting with summer right now. We did take out last night. You did? We did. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a second. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little restaurant gossip. Uh, We've got a great show today. We're going to talk about some no-heat cooking because I am not turning my damn stove on. Uh, We've also got some chit-chat about tipping. And my favorite topic, will it popsicle? We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. 
Hey, everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground, Minnesota, and I just want to tell you how glad I am that we have a resource for farmers and food and agriculture in Minnesota. We are so lucky. It's one of the biggest things that our state is known for, and sometimes I feel like we don't get a chance to actually talk to farmers and find out what they're doing. And Common Ground, Minnesota is a, is, is a place on Facebook where you can ask questions about how your food is grown right here from local farmers. These are women who are volunteering their time to answer your questions and to engage in conversations. Plus, they'll show you cute farm pictures of their dogs. I mean, what's better than that? And they post recipes. What could be better than that? Common Ground Minnesota is a resource for you guys, and it's all volunteer-led. And I just encourage everybody, if you're curious about your food and where it comes from and the farming that is going on in Minnesota, you want to get to Common Ground Minnesota on Facebook. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Merch. I'm here with Molly Herman. Howdy, howdy. She is a chef extraordinaire, home chef. Well, now, now, now I'm currently a personal chef to two gentlemen in the Herman household. They are, they are, they have, they have got quite the deal. I think you know. I'm just telling you. I, I do miss cooking for people outside of my immediate family. Though. <laughs> Not gonna lie, right? Not that I don't love cooking for them, but I right. just miss cooking. You miss for... the cooking on the broad scene. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss cooking for just pe- other people that I love. I, I hear ya. I hear ya. But you're doing takeout. A lot. What was your takeout? Well, we haven't done takeout a lot. Um, I well, we've been, you know, because I've been cooking so much, and I do love cooking, and I miss cooking. Yeah, so I don't mind doing that. Right, right. Um, but last night we had uh, our friends Jennifer and Michael over, socially distanced on our patio. Yeah, thank God we bought that really big table years ago. Seriously, your table. I think about that. Your (laughs) table is perfect. It's like a hundred (laughs) feet. It might be a little smaller. I mean, it's a little smaller. But yeah, like they sat at one end and we sat at one end, and um, we got World Street Kitchen, and boy, was it good. Oh, really? It was really good. And they have a really slick. If you haven't ordered from them. Their online is really slick. We have the issue of needing vegetarian, gluten-free, and having allergies. Yeah, you have a wide bag of issues there. But that's another reason we haven't done a lot of takeout. Right. And, and I totally understand restaurants can't provide all of that in no. this new environment. No. But it limits where we're able to actually get food. Yeah. Um, and they do a great job. So you, you, it had all the checkoffs, you know, peanut allergy check, leave Oh, off, wow. All that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was that's great. very slick. Uh, and quick, and you know, sometimes a lot of these these takeouts are taking. Did you get it delivered, or did you go get it? Uh, Jennifer and Michael were golfing out in your neck of the woods, oh. so they picked it up on the way to our house. Okay, yeah, but it was like a twenty minute turnaround. Oh, after that's I nice. Ordered online. Oh, perfect. And you and you can get milk jam ice cream on the same Hello's. as well as beer and you know all that stuff. Yeah, so it was very slick. Bullshorn also does a great job for. Um, Folks that are looking for gluten-free takeout options, they always have the gluten-free bread option oh, yeah. on their online takeout. For their like burgers and sandwiches yep. and stuff. Ola Repa, also Bulls another good one for those. Ola Repa. Of... Hope you're going to get a call about that. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. No, that's good. That's very good. I even, I literally, we get like Carbonis because nobody delivers to us, right. you know, and like Long Lake Carbonis is great because then we see Jake's friends because they're all delivery drivers. So like all of a sudden, like, I'm like, hey, there's Jake Lear, you know, they're one of the kids, like <laughs> he's driving delivery for Carbonis. And so yeah. that's how we know. But honestly, I even, it's hard for me to get takeout out in the sticks right? other than just my immediate area because I can't, like, if I go into town, it's going to be 20 cool. minutes and it's going to be, you know, it just doesn't work. Yeah. So that's my bummer. So I have been doing things like, you know, when I've been coming to the radio, then I'll go and I'll grab something and maybe I'll eat it here in town, like sitting in a park or something sure. like that. But 
but it's been a little bit less than that. And I've just been cooking, but we're going to talk about what I've been cooking later. Yeah. But let's talk about a little restaurant gossip. Well, actually, first I want to... Spill some tea. I do want to relay the fact that uh, Diane said she was hearing my plea about French fries. And she said the state fair food truck Juanita's Fajitas is up in Roseville. Oh. Yeah. Or as we like to call them, Juanita's Fajitas. <laughs> yeah. So you're uh, going to get a call about that. Yeah, I might get a call about that too. <laughs> um, but she said up in Roseville that they have, she had great fries from them. And so I, that's a huge tip because that's a good one. Well, and they're used to you taking them out. Like they prepare them for yeah. you walking around. Walking away. Right. Um, so, okay, but let's talk a little bit of restaurant gossip yep. because there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of churning and burning, I guess. And that's the thing is like, it's not, and I know that there's a lot of feelings about it all because it's not going to like, we're talking about closings, obviously, but there's mm-hmm. also openings. Like there's, mm-hmm. that's the thing is like, I think everyone, you know, the, of course, of course, of course, we don't want to lose the restaurants we love, but it's, it's weird to me how many people are like, yeah, we're opening, <laughs> you know, I will say it is a. It's so brave, but I also remember, like, we opened in, or we we started Kitchen in the Market in that economic downturn that we had, like, 2010, mm-hmm. um, and it was a weird feeling then, nothing like what's going on right now. I'm not trying to equate it with that, but I, I remember opening in a, like, is this the time we should be doing this? And yeah. so I, I can only imagine what these restaurateurs are going through, but I give them so many points for for wanting to do this but they have the option now of of creating it for this new environment mm-hmm. which is what existing restaurants didn't have you know right. and that that pivot i think was hard for a lot of them that that have been trying to do that so that's that's the positive is that they can they can set it up for this new world. Right, right, this is true and i mean obviously if they're just starting they don't have the debt load. Right. You know what i mean? Like that's the other thing is like someone who's been barely scraping by, you know, they can't, they can't hold on, but someone who has fresh capital and fresh, you know, yeah. and their projections are going to be different than they yeah. would have been oh last my God. year. I can't even imagine making a PL like looking forward to that, like a profit and loss statement. Yeah. Like how do you even, how do you even, how do you even forecast for 12 months? You can't. I you think can't. it's throwing the dice right now. I know. So the biggest thing that happened this week, I guess, was in bloom. You know, mm-hmm. called it quits, and that was a that was a shocker for a lot of people too, because I think um, you know it's the anchor of the Ket and Case Food Hall, and <clears throat> excuse me, and I think that that was something that people kind of didn't think you know like it would. I, well, of course they didn't think that it was going to close necessarily. Well, and I think that. Th- Kegging Case was closed for how long? Yeah. You know what I mean? How how can a restaurant survive when even the building that it's in is closed? Yeah. You, you can't even. But I mean, I don't think they could have done takeout necessarily. A live no. fire cooking space no. isn't going to necessarily it, be it, able to just. They weren't set up for the new world. Yeah. And so I think. Not by any fault of their own. No. Right. And thank gosh they have revivals, mm-hmm. which are still, you know, cranking out. And now the revival in Kegging Case is open. The smoked meat spot, mm-hmm. which is doing great sandwiches. They have a whole new menu, apparently. So oh. I know I got to pop over there. Mm-hmm. But they, but the thing is, is like, you know, what I think is and what I, I was thinking about is that I'm really glad that they took that risk of, of doing, you know, a live fire cooking with a huge hearth Mm -hmm. and the design of that place was crazy, ambitious and beautiful Mm -hmm. and not expected. Mm -hmm. And what I'm worried about is that we're not going to see that even the people who are going to be doing new restaurants. We're not going to see risk, you guys. We're going to see a lot of middle of the road, easygoing, which 
comfort. People want comfort. I mm-hmm. get that. And smaller. And smaller. But it is at the cost of, I mean, we're going to be stuck bold. for a while. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to have the big, bold restaurants. No. And that's, again, I'm not, it's a weird thing to say, like, I get it. And I don't necessarily know if I want it either, but I appreciate it as someone who measures our dining scene, how those things keep ticking us forward, you mm-hmm. know, in innovations and keeping us as a fresh food scene. And I don't want us to think, trust me, guys, you know, I love a burger better than anyone, but I don't want to only be having burger choices. That's it. So I'm hoping that the ones who are coming are thinking in these ways. Well, and how do you feel about Demi right now? Like, I mean, they were able to reopen also a restaurant with a a bold concept for the Twin Cities that is was not able to do takeout, but they're only able to have half of the patrons that they were able to have. And so you you worry about that. Ten. Mm -hmm. Ten people. I know. And they've limited interactions between, I was reading their stuff. The chef. They're, you know, because it used to be where they would come and, they, yeah. and it's very attentive. I mean, yeah. the, the whole th- service model is built on let me care for your needs. Mm-hmm. And so they've limited interactions. They're probably going to be ended up like putting things down and then stepping way back or or addressing the room from one spot. And not doing the storytelling that came with the dish, right. which was part of the experience. And I think they used to layer i don't know they used to layer it in maybe they hand you the story i don't know on a piece of paper i'm not sure but they they used to you know like stagger people mm-hmm. and i don't think they're going to be able to do that they may do i don't know maybe i i'm going to talk to gavin this week coming okay. up so i'll find out more and good luck to the demi team yeah and no I know I, he's got more going on than just demi but yeah that's, food and that's stables opening as well definitely um, yeah, more challenging, right? Yeah. Now. Well, and and again, yeah, that fine dining thing. We still haven't seen Meritage open. We still haven't seen any of the Isaac Becker places open. No, I was thinking about that the other day because I'm missing the Birch Pizza. Yeah. So you know, I don't know what are they're thinking and what they're feeling, but there's definitely stuff. Yeah. Uh, we can. We're going to talk a little bit more about restaurant stuff to come up. You guys, we're going to talk tipping, but first, we're going to talk about how to how you can survive on food that you don't have to cook <laughs> or you cook nominally. Because that's what's hot. All right, this is the weekly dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Listen up, it has been a little bit hot, okay? It's been above average heat wise. It's a little steamy. It's a little stecky. And I know many of you dishers know that I do not have central air. <laughs> I have got some hard working units. Let me just tell you about what my XL energy bill is going to look like. <laughs> it's going to look like deep winter is what it is because whew. do you name your units to give them more love? Like, come on, Bertha, you can do it. Why don't I? That's very me to do. Right. And I don't. Yeah. Maybe I Maybe. just call I think it, that's your new thing. I know. I like to call everything Sally lately. I don't know why. <laughs> everything is a Sally. Um, but anyway, I'm not turning my oven on. I decided it last week. I I can't do it. I can't inject that heat. And I will tell you that that's one of the reasons I braise so much in the winter. Because my oven is great for heating the house. <laughs> and so, conversely, not going to do it in the summertime. I am. I can grill. Because I can mm-hmm. grill outside. Even though during the disgusting 95, no chance of my lighting any fire. I Nothing. Did, I did grill one night when it was last week when it was really hot and humid and I was like dripping when I got back inside. And my whole point was I didn't want to heat up the house. And yeah. I'm like, well, no, I'm now I'm gross. I like have to go immediately from grilling to showering. Like there's right? definitely a move on that one. 
Um, yeah, shout out to the cold shower, by the way. What a saver. <laughs> um, but so this is the thing, right? So then I'm like, I'm eating salads every single day. Yep. And that's not bad. It's actually when you're it's, it's a this nice break hot. from what we've been doing with comfort food trying yeah. to Oh, this is true. Yeah. Right. But salads can get boring. And then you get mm-hmm. to like you get really creative at the front and you're just like, jam, jam, jam. And then all of a sudden you're like, eh, I don't know. Not really feeling like if I put another, I go, I start thinking I'm going to get all creative with my salad. And then I'm like, blue cheese. Oh, yeah, I did blue cheese last time. Wait, ham. Oh, yeah, I did ham last time. Also corn and tomatoes. And yeah, yeah. you only have so many possibilities in your kitchen. I know. The permutations are lacking. Okay, I got something for you. What do you got? Spring rolls. Oh. So... We used to make these all the time when AJ was small, and they're great for little kids because they can make them themselves and they put stuff in it, you know, that they probably normally wouldn't eat. It's a great way to clean out the refrigerator, too. But we made them the other night because I was like, you know what? I don't really want to cook. We have all these like little odds and ends. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it's a salad wrapped up in a rice paper wrapper and you can put an Asian sauce with it and boom, dinner. Are you doing the, where you like soak them? Yep. So so you buy those big cellophane looking things. Buy the wraps. They come in circles or in squares. Sometimes you find them in squares. I've never seen a square. I don't know why, but that's... It's like a burrito. Um, And so you just have a sheet pan with some water. It can be cold water. Put a towel on the counter next to it with all your fixings on another sheet tray and just... It can be cold water. Yep, it can be cold water. So, That's new for me. I think so I've done the, this with just hot and been burning my fingers all the time. Nope, here's a revolutionary. Revolutionary. Ready? So put the spring roll wrapper in there and just get it like wet and then immediately put it on the towel before it starts to soften. Oh. Because the water will continue to hydrate it while you're putting your... On a wet towel. On Nope, on a dry... Oh, on a dry towel. Well, you can put it on you a wet towel. You can have a damp. Either way. Damp. It's going to get damp because you're putting... So many spring rolls stuff on it. Um, but fill it up, you know, the bottom third, just like a burrito, and then roll it, tuck the ends in, r- keep rolling. I think the square done. is actually better than the round. Maybe. Either either one works. Okay. Same technique. Same technique. Yeah. I tend to overfill. <laughs> I this get very is, This is a problem that a lot of people have. What are you putting in your spring rolls? Well, it, really, it's whatever we have. But the other night, I had um, some tofu that I marinated, and I, I did a quick sear on that. So I... To give it some more texture. Yeah. So I did do a, That was the only cooking I did. Um, but I had like broccoli stems that I had saved for like a, to make a slaw. Yeah. And so I like julienned those. I diced up some carrots. We had some basil. We had some cabbage. We had, what else did we have? Had a couple of different sauces. That's nice. Um, cucumber. You know, like whatever you have. And if you, and if you had like some shredded pork or yeah. chicken or, I mean, and it doesn't have to, it's like a taco. It doesn't have to be Asian, you guys. You We had avocado. You can make it Mexican. I make it. chorizo and. Right. I, the ones that we do, I do intentionally and I do the same one every time, which is I make the cellophane noodles too. Yep. And I put those in there and then we use tuna. We use the ahi uh-huh. tuna and then I do cucumber and I do. Um, avocado, beautiful, and then like usually a basil or a chive or something like that. That's yeah. it, and then that's the only thing I do because it's like that's what I want when I think of spring roll, and that's perfect. I know, but I didn't think about doing like like shredded pork and stuff in there. I don't know why. Yeah, like I mean, why haven't I thought anything. that? Again, it doesn't have to be Asian. You yeah. can put like chicken and feta and tomatoes and make it Greek with like a Greek dressing or. 
like the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Just think of it like a taco now. My wrapping is not great and it gets sticky. You know, like you have to pull <laughs> it and then it gets all stuck on things. It's just not pretty. Like, and then like I, nobody's judging you while you're making these at home. I know, but I get like that thing of like, God, I should be better at this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then I sort of beat myself up a little bit. But then I just dip it in hoisin and I shove it in my face. Right. And that's how you do. That is a really good one. Um, the other thing I was thinking about... As far as like beyond salads and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I mean, shout out to the Instant Pot. I tell you what. Mm, I don't have one. I know you don't have one. But like if I have to cook something and I am only using the Instant Pot now because it doesn't, there's, yeah, no, there's no heat. heat. Zero heat comes off that baby. Yeah. You made like 18 eggs the other day. Oh, and I'm about to go home and make 18 more. Oh my gosh. The minute that you have those eggs, yeah, you, you have 18 hard boiled eggs. That's what you're eating. Yeah. Like. You don't have to worry about everything else. And like, that's the snack that Jake, re- you know, reaches for in the fridge. And then it's a quick peel, a salt and a walk out the door. And I love that. Um, so the eggs for sure. But then also like, if you're going to shred up chicken breasts or whatever, mm-hmm. if you just do, if you just throw them in the instant pot quickly and then do the shreddy thing, you're not even, I mean, there's no flame at all. Just the steam off the chicken. That's it. Perfect. And then you put those into tacos. You could put those into here. Yep, for but sure. But I was using those as a buffalo salad. So I do have a recipe for you guys for an orange sesame sauce for uh, that you can make at home for spring rolls. That oh, yeah. I, I sent to you so you can post that. But, okay. Um, here's a, 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 a pro tip that I learned from my husband and son. Oh, yeah? I had made pot stickers one uh, night, and they insisted on using barbecue sauce as a dipping. And I'm like... What are you guys talking about? For pot stickers? For pot stickers. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do it all the time when you were, were working classes and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. It was actually really good. Uh, yeah. I absolutely believe that would be good. It's like a hoisin. You know what I mean? Barbecue sauce is no other things than I the know. same things that everybody else puts together. Sweet, salty, a little bit of heat. But you just wouldn't. You don't immediately go to barbecue sauce when you think Asian pot stickers. No, right? maybe not. Although uh, there's as as I've been like working on this barbecue package, literally there are so many um backyard barbecue package. Backyard barbecue package. There is um there's so many great sauces out there and they're mm-hmm. all sticky and I realize now that Jake just uses them for anything. Like we'll dip anything in a sauce like that. Like anything. Chicken nuggets, you know, uh pieces of bread. <laughs> right? <laughs> And so Teenage that's, boys do a lot of strange things. So I mean, let, this let's is be clear with the, the food. This is true. But yeah, the chicken nugget thing, is, that's a that's a popular thing. People do, you know, a lot of chicken and barbecue sauce. Oh, well, yeah. And I, I like barbecue sauce, but it's not like my go-to. And I think my boys just really like it. And they talked me into it and it was it was tasty. Um, here's the other thing, too. And this is actually a good point for no heat cooking. Um, if you use a hotter sauce, then mm-hmm. you are sort of in a weird way giving yourself that heat moment on your food instead of having to like, it just delivers that feeling like it's just a bigger experience than just that cold salad over and over again. So like if you're eating, for instance, I was eating ribs cold, you know, Mm. and just giving a hot sauce to it is almost like giving you that feeling that things are hot. It also helps cool down your body. It does because you start to sweat and evaporate. And the same thing with, you know, like drinking hot tea or hot coffee in the, in the summer is it, it's still, uh, raises your body temperature so that you sweat a little bit and it actually cools you. Cools off. you down. These are all these folks in the Middle East. They know this. I know. I know. They do it all the time. I. You know the thing is for if you get like a rotisserie chicken and this is another thing is obviously picking up. I mean mm-hmm. besides takeout and things like that, but I've been picking up things that like the meats that I know that I can hang on to that can go either into salads or sandwiches or wraps. Um, or how have you done gazpachos? Have you done cold soup situations? 
my boys don't like cold soups. And since yeah. those are, you know, my only audience for cooking right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I used to make them all the time. We had a smoky watermelon gazpacho that we would make at the kitchen all the time and for catering. And um, I haven't made it this year yet. I have, I have a weird thing, about. I'd rather just eat it as like a salad than as a soup. Like mm-hmm. I'll take your tomatoes and your cucumbers and your feta and your olives and just have it as, as like a chopped up salsa in the bowl that I'll eat that way. But there's something about the slurping and the watering of it. Yet <laughs> you like Bloody Marys. So explain that. Bloody Marys? Yeah. I don't find those to be even equally representative. It's like a that salad is not a the glass. same equitable situation. I like Bloody Marys. I, I like love them. Spongeo, but but I'm this just is a chunky think- fork <laughs> and this is, I'm going to throw this quickly down my this is a liquid liquid only or chunky <laughs> fork the, it's the betwixt that gets awkward, oh, I love that word. Thank you. <laughs> when you're like do i is this a spoon or is this a fork situation with this liquid i'm drinking it and i'm chewing it and it gets awkward oh okay well I that's know. fair these texture. are things it's a texture thing it's a, it, but it's not texture see and that's weird because it's not really about the actual texture of it it's the consistency okay is that it i don't know who knows? Whatever it is. To be continued. To be continued. Anyway, so we're going to take a quick break, you guys. We're going to come back with the Ask Stephanie of the portion of the show. Uh, so give us a call if you want or send us a little note. And we're happy to answer any questions. And uh, Or if you want to weigh in on, you know, if is gazpacho a soup <laughs> or is it uh, a salsa? I don't know. That's up to you. 651-641-1071. And we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, you guys. And, uh, you know, besides me, Stephanie March, restaurant uh, former expert <laughs> when there were restaurants. Um, and then Molly Herman, who is a chef. Hello. So if you have questions, if you are thinking about going and having a potluck and you need to know what the ratio of cream to marshmallows should be in your salad. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm qualified Actually, for that Actually, she one. doesn't know. She didn't grow up here. Uh, but 651-641-1071 is the number that you should call if you or if you just want to say hey. I think know? the right answer for that is whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. Isn't that the answer for everything right now? Yes. In this economy, whatever makes you happy. Um, hey, I got to tell you, I do have, again, we have a little uh, fa- Facebook question. I just want to know, are people going out to restaurants? Are they sticking to patios? Are they refusing to go inside? Are they only doing takeout? We've gotten a, some pretty good uh, responses. So just so we're clear, we have a lot of people who are still just doing takeout. Takeout for our crew, says Ian. Um, Sarah has says we've been doing a lot of Uber Eats and Grubhub. Emma is a 100% takeout right now, she says. Um, and then there's other people who have said some takeout. We're not ready for dining out at a restaurant. Most of our meals we make ourselves. Our girl is getting a workout. Our grill is getting a workout our this girl. summer. Our girl. I'm like, who's your girl? Probably the girl and the girl. Who's your girl? Um, and then, you know, some people are saying we have eaten a couple of times outside on a patio. But that's the extent of our eating out. We aren't rushing um, to eat out, especially indoors. Um, and then Vicky says, she says, we sat inside once. Since we were the only people there. <laughs> uh, we do take out. We've been shopping at farmer's markets and adventure cooking at home. See, and I think weekly dishes are more apt to take this as, you know, I mean, I know we're all getting a little bored of that daily question of What's, what are we eating what are we gonna have for dinner? Yeah. Um, whereas I well, used to be not like, just what are we going to have for dinner? It's like, what are we going to have for lunch? Yeah. What are we going to have for dinner? What are we going to have for snack? Yeah. I have decided. Yeah. You are more tuned into that because for me, I have put the kibosh on. I'm fixing now that school's out. There is no 
Stephanie Marge cooking you lunch and breakfast. There is only oh. get up and do your own business. Hmm. Perhaps I should adopt this. I think philosophy. you need to take that role no, of summer break. I like doing it. Though. You do. That's There's, your there, love language. There are times that I, I've been, I've gone out mm-hmm. during lunchtime that they have had to fend for themselves and they did just fine. Well, and I used to say that to Jake so many times, fend for yourself. Like, is this a fend for yourself night? Yes. This has not happened. Although now he's working at nights, and so then I don't have to. Right. And so I'm fending for myself, which is fine, and he's getting restaurant food. I want to give a shout-out to the the girl and the grill that was getting the workout is one of my former employees, Allison Albright. It is Allison! I didn't even read her full name. Well done, girl. (laughs) Um, That is true. So 651-641-1071, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, um, or you have any tips? Uh, have you been doing? Are you thinking of doing any of the state fair booths? Have you done any? You haven't done any, I don't think. Haven't done any, and I, you know, I did have a hankering for cheese curds not too long ago, and I actually made some myself. But what I really wanted, yeah, was Foxy Falafel's gluten free cheese curds. Yeah, but she right now she's only maybe she's expanded her hours. At the time, she was only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and yeah. this was a Thursday, so that was a problem. That's a problem. Um, so no, haven't done any of the state fair yet, but the summer is young. Uh huh. Yeah. Ish. It is. Well, it's half over. I know. By the way, I did see school supplies at Target and I was like, that's wishful thinking. The the picture, the picture that you posted with the school supplies. Yeah. What I noticed is the shelves were not. Overly stocked like they normally are. No, no, no. They are. Even Target knows. Yeah, even Target. I just was thinking that's what she's thinking. But I don't know. And that's a whole other topic of, I mean, that has nothing to do with food, but I know that that is topic du jour for a lot of people. It is. About whether school A will come back or B should come back. Well, when do you guys find out? We don't find out till July 27th. I don't even know if we have schools. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's the thing is like you guys. So you have a kid in the city in the mm-hmm. Minneapolis public school systems, which is a massive school system. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, do you know how many schools there are? Nope. Yeah, like a thousand. No, just kidding. That's hyperbole. <laughs> Let's not throw out numbers. I know. Okay, I shouldn't throw out numbers and I won't. But like I know for Orno, there are three total schools. <laughs> and they're all right next to each other. They're all right there. <laughs> you know, so, okay, four total schools, fine. But um, one is attached. So there's... There's a lot of thought about that. And I mean, I think about that, right? With like a number, if you have a, you, if you have a kid going to a school with under 800 kids in it, is that different from a kid like Wyzetta where it's, there's 1500 in one class, you know? Right. Like, I think that maybe, I think. One graduating class. Yeah. Just one, one graduating class versus 800 in the entire school. Right. In the high school. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking, of course, because this will be Jake's senior year and Obviously, I want. That is crazy to think about. I'm sorry. I know. Giant baby is actually old-ish. So, like, what happens? And I know, and I feel like that. And I feel like I know that, you know, the bigger days are to come, obviously. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know that there will be a time when we are, everything is good again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it is weird to think, like, he may not, just may not have a senior year. He may, it may not happen. Yeah. Right? And this is AJ. He's supposed to be a freshman in high school this year. Yeah, that's also weird. Like, Like, that's a huge moment of, like, understanding and transitioning into your next humanity phase. And if you have to do that from your basement, that's not exactly the best thing. 
Yeah. And I then the whole, you throw the whole sports thing into it. And yeah. I know. Like, well, life just, is going to be different. The after? Do you like to talk about the before? Yes, the after is the going before. to be different. The after is true. Um, okay. So 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call. Um, can I, do you have any takeout, other takeout places you want to recommend while we're at it? Sure. Um, well, I mentioned uh, Ola Arepa and Hi Hi. Mm-hmm. Have um, you done that? Takeout from them? From Ola Arepa, yes. Yeah. Not Hi Hi because of other like shrimpy issues with my son and it oh, would kill him. Right. Um, so we try not to do that. Uh, George and the dragon. We did that for mother's day. That was very lovely. That was good. Yeah. But most of the, I mean, I live next to Bullshorn, like a block and a half away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I crave their burgers sometimes. Um, we did a, a picnic at Lake Nokomis and got Sandcastle. Oh, how's that doing? By Amy and Doug. Yeah. Um, it was busy. Yeah. It was busy. And I, I am loving, and I hope it doesn't go away, the buy a bottle of wine. I was going to ask you if you'd take advantage of that when that happens. Yes. Because there's no reason. The answer is always yes. The answer is always yes. Um, But it's lovely because, you know, it's one less thing to have to bring with you if you're doing that sort of picnic, you know, where you're wanting to sort of have a happy hour or whatever. Do, Do you get glasses with the wine? Did they, they give you a compostable cup? Okay, but most of us, I think, I, at least in my group, <laughs> we, you come packing. We've got our our own glass. We've got a chair. We've got a um, blanket. We've got a yeti. You know, whatever you bring your own water. I wonder if like, it's always an it's it's a little picnic to go in our car. Yeah, you know how they say that like uh, the weird the pandy is making certain things go crazy as far as buying things. Yeah, you know, obviously like sourdough that was a thing. So then we couldn't find yeast. We couldn't find flour. Well, now it's kayaks, bikes, and picnic sets. Do you hear this? I try. I got online to look at a kayak. Yeah. Or and they have inflatable kayaks. Yeah, no, that's Allie Kaplan. She bought it for her Allie shops for her husband. The the wait time on it, I was like, oh, well, summer will be over. I guess that's done. You know what else is on back order? What refrigerators and freezers? Oh, what? Yeah, because everybody bought them. Oh, to have a second fridge or freezer at the very beginning. Right. So our brother-in-law, their fridge is out in Maryland. And they can't get another they, one? The wait time is uh, longer than expected. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would make me insane. That's too much. No, I'm not having that. Um, I do think that... Oh, we have Sue. We have a we have a phone call. Hey, is Sue on the line? Sue, you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? Oh, it's Sue Zellickson, you guys. Oh, hi, Sue. What's up, Sue's? Well, you're talking about takeout, and it's so, so fun. We've got to help our restaurants, don't you think? Yes. <laughs> And you and there's so I, we did a couple this week because I finally got tired of cooking. Yes. So have you known what Jamie's doing, Jamie Malone at Grand Cafe? Yes, oh, with her yes. big box of cool things. Have it, you done that? We did it, and I thought I was getting a gift from Tiffany's or Neiman Marcus. Oh, it this is, is elite and beautiful. Packaged. Isn't it a gift for your life? It is. I mean, beautiful boxes with hot pink ribbons, my favorite color. Yes. And the insides were as glamorous and delicious as the outside. Yeah. I mean, it, it, she and little games you can play. She's got word games you can play and little things about. This is a summer to stay connected locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on Pod MN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus, you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. Pod MN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download Pod MN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting podmn.com. Minnesota podcasts live here.